over like 10,000 unread emails in my inbox because I'm like, I'm just like constantly like, oh, bonobos, I'm going to buy a pair of pants. Like, why wouldn't I sign up to get 15% off? And I just got like an email that was like important information about your bonobos account. And I'm like, how important could it be? I mean, that that's what they, th this is what they took from us, folks. We could, you know, we could have had another four years of that. And just imagine what, who would have played at Trump's second inauguration. Would have been incredible. It would have been, yeah, you know, you know who was slated was Ariel Pink, John Mouse, and the incel singers. Here we are again, folks. It's us. Yeah. You're hearing it. Um, how? Through podcast catcher. This is the How I Hear It podcast. It's us. My name's Jordan. I'm Max. And today, we've got a great show for you. It's 2021. We've taken a couple weeks since our last, since our end of 2020 uh our a christmas episode if you will yeah I, I was i was on a road trip i went down to dc um <laughs> but i'm back went, went down to <laughs> yeah I went, I went down to dc you know nice. the district of columbia got to see what there is to see i want to see the art yeah i want to see the arts I, <laughs> I heard that there was a meeting that people were having down there and i just wanted to check it out so. Yeah, met some guys online. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They seemed cool. <laughs> they have some really, you know, ideas I don't agree with, but but you we know, we like a lot of the same music. So. They offered me a Kevlar ankle bracelet. <laughs> yeah, there were like weights that they were using to yeah, train. Basically, just weights. Yeah, they were, you know how like they have weighted cuffs and like a weighted vest that you use when you're jogging. And I've played RPGs. I know that you just start with one piece of armor at a time. That's correct. For a little while in Skyrim, you're just rolling around with one gauntlet. Yeah. Your I, AC I, goes up by like 0.01%, but that's something. And everyone around me was like looking like an RPG character where they like just like put on each piece of article of clothing as they found it. So they look like just a hodgepodge, <laughs> like they're just wearing like, like a wizard's hat and also like a camo jacket and um, a, a super Superman cape. Yeah. So... So basically, yeah, we've just been thinking a lot about um, LARPing. No, but for real, uh, it's it's 2021, and it's uh, already been a really exciting year. I'm just super stoked that uh, Truly. our guys are back in back in office, mm -hmm. up in the in the big house in the in the big, you know, the Joe's, big man it's house. Joe's house, yeah. That's Joe's man. house, yeah. The big, the big man, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big man joe man we're today we're gonna talk about um the first couple weeks of 2021 and yeah. those include the both the capital riot and the inauguration uh we're gonna talk about ariel pink and Ooh. we're gonna talk about the inauguration itself right uh the the event the what a best, spectacle the best concert of the year best crowd best my crowd of i've seen yeah yep uh, so sit and and wait, and we're gonna get to that eventually. But this is the first one of 2021. I want to oh play. Oh my god, Max's music facts. This is gonna oh. be 
extremely tough, I can already tell. I'll make a little room for the intro music here. Okay. And we're back. God, we, uh, I love that song so much. It's a good song. I've heard um, it plenty of times. So the way the game works is I'm going to read off three news headlines that are music-related. Okay. One of which is a, a fabrication from my, my twisted, dark sense of humor. It's a lot. That's another word for a lie. True. And it's Max's job to figure out which ones are true and which one is the lie. Um, are you ready? Yes, I have my bubbly Sherlock Holmes pipe. I'm ready to solve this mystery. <laughs> Very good. We're going to start with the hard stuff first, okay? Okay, I'm taking notes. This is just this straight up hard news. Okay. Pearl Jam cover band. Pearl Jam, that's jam with two M's. Why? Okay. Fine. Changes their name to Legal Jam after they receive an aggressive cease and desist <laughs> from the real Pearl Jam. Now, is that Legal Jam with one M or two? Oh, uh, sorry. Legal, I, I, legal Jam is one M. Okay, just one M. Got it. Okay. I'm listening. I'm thinking. Uh, number two. Portugal, the man, okay. has officially launched their own cryptocurrency called PTM coin as a way for, for fans to support them. Now, is while, that while man... While are, are in lockdown. Is that man with one M or two? Man is with one M, yeah. Okay. Are you All familiar right. with Portugal the Man? You know, I've seen the name a lot, and I've been like, that's a funny name. Yeah, but that's, that's about it. Yeah. I know I've seen the name. That's all I can say about that. So wait, so the, the name of the currency is PTM, as in Portugal the Man? PTM coin, yeah. All coin. capitalized. Wow. Fascinating. And number three, Kanye West uh, makes an official divorce offer for Kim Kardashian's likeness, uh, reportedly to design a hologram. Kanye West divorced his wife's likeness? He So he makes an offer. He, in their divorce, mm. in those proceedings, he's made a an offer for Kim Kardashian's likeness, reportedly to design a hologram. Oh, okay. Wow. Um... That last one's complicated. There's a lot of layers to it. It's like an onion. True. Hmm. I think that the Pearl Jam one is not true because that sounds like a joke that you would make up. That's that my final, final That's my final answer. That one's true. God damn it. So the is the Kanye West one the, the lie? That's the lie. It was so outlandish. Yeah. I should have known. But, you know, he did... He got Kim for her birthday a hologram of her dad. Of her dad, who's saying like, who is dead. "You're so special, and I love you." And who was also on the legal team, defense team for O.J. Simpson. He also heard the hologram that he got of her dead dad also said to Kim, "I'm so proud of your accomplishments, especially <laughs> your marriage to Kanye." Dude, I forgot about that. Wow. Oh. Wow. If that a, if you can't get a hologram of someone's dad to convince them to stay in a relationship with you, I don't know. Then what are you? I don't what know do if you, love is real. Then why are you even a, a millionaire celebrity in the first place? You know, people have said guitar music is over. I think romantic love is over. That's right. It's, it's just. Done. I I I don't, don't want to hear about unions between 
you know, people of any uh, sex or gender. I want to hear about a union between a human being and a hologram. Mm. That is, I'm transhumanist now. Hell yeah. So that's well, that's one 2021 thing about me. Well, we've covered that one, and the Pearl Jam one. There's there's really not a lot there. So so I, I guess I didn't really I wasn't really aware at, like how litigious or like if there's like a legendary litigiousness uh, going on with Pearl Jam. Well, the weird thing there is that Pearl Jam, the Mm-mm. the two M's jam is a right. it's a UK version. It's a UK Pearl Jam oh. cover band, which. You know, I guess it's just because I don't, I don't spend much time in the UK lately, but it didn't cross my mind that there were there would be a demand for a Pearl Jam cover band there, huh? You know, so is that is that just the British spelling of jam, sort of like how they spell color with like a like a U? <laughs> Maybe you're right. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but it is funny that they changed because of the the litigation. They changed their name to just just a legal, legal jam, jam. <laughs> which is great. That's pretty uh, genius. Yeah. But I, also, I think it's, like, another one of those, you know, obviously not as insidious or racist as, like, the Lady A. Like, right. Like, fucking up uh, the actual Lady A's entire uh, life as a musician. But there's something really weird about hearing that the guys in Pearl Jam, who, for all intents and purposes, should be just, like, goofy, dorky dudes from the Pacific Northwest, right. are willing to, like, sue a cover band of that's, like... <laughs> Like, what's yeah. the point, man? It just seems like a, at a certain point, like, you know, like, yeah, Metallica got weird about Napster and like, mm-hmm. like, it's it like, you know, it's just like if you're around long enough, it doesn't yeah. matter like where you started. Like you, you just, you, bec- it, what is it like if you live long enough, you become the thing you hate or <laughs> something like that, right? Like yeah. you become your own worst enemy. I don't know. I forget what the saying is. True. But um, well, uh, uh, we're, I'm then, just glad that I'm just glad that Kurt Cobain isn't around to to witness the yeah. the the fall of Pearl Jam. You know, when he was the singer of Pearl Jam, that was my favorite <laughs> era. <laughs> yeah, I especially like their Unplugged record. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, um, what's your take so, on the Portugal the Man Bitcoin? I guess I don't know. It's not Bitcoin. It's just a cryptocurrency of some kind. Yeah, that one just like seemed deeply true to me. I, I I've just like, I guess I've I've been reading a lot about uh, not a lot, but I've been reading a little bit about Robinhood, the Robinhood app recently. Yeah, I have a friend who got into Robinhood, and um, I read like a New York Times article from last year, I think, that was about like how people are getting scammed on Robinhood, and and it just seems like I, I you know at a time when like people a lot of people's finances are kind of in the toilet. Uh, I, on the one hand and like other people are like doing better than ever or like have a little bit of, like extra coin to spend for for whatever reason like we're getting like th- there just seems like there's a big desire to start investing you know because maybe people are like look like i don't think that we're going to be around much longer or something like that there's some kind of sure. like a end times like i better get rich quick kind of yeah, i like, mean like and I'm, i get it the scheme stuff like the stock schemes and the, the coin the bitcoin key schemes right all that stuff this is interesting to me is that this is for their fans like uh oh i didn't know that part so this is like instead of having a fan club or or a patreon or or anything or whatever alternative there is to that they're saying if you should buy in a certain amount of of ptm coin i'm not sure how that works exactly but you'll get uh an archived an archive of live shows 
Okay. And they'll add their own recordings to the archive, unreleased music, outtakes, uh, but and unreleased film, Q&A sessions, and stuff like that. So this is like – but also then the fans are just like literally investing, I guess, then in the success of the band somehow. That's – yeah, I don't understand the, like the path because like my understanding of like Bitcoin is like it's not enough places like offer the option of buying their products using Bitcoin. So it's really just an investment it's just like something that like you're like you put your money into bitcoin and then if the price of bitcoin goes up then you can sell it and like yeah. so people who like bought into bitcoin like 10 years ago or whatever and like bought like i don't know a handful of bitcoin like if they still like i heard um on a podcast someone talking about a tragic case of someone who um has like basically millions of dollars 20 something like 20 million dollars in bitcoin that they invested but they forgot the password yeah and and they, have you, did you hear about this? And they they're like they're like on their third or like they they only have like two tries left. <laughs> like in the article, they're just like they'll like go lie on their bed, lie down on their bed, and like try to think of like one of their passwords, and like get up and like type in the password, and then it's like oh, <laughs> like I only have two tries left. I gotta... Yeah, that's it's so painful. So and then the other thing about Bitcoin is that these servers that run Bitcoin are just like polluting the environment, producing nothing of any worth. Um. We're uh, if things keep going this way, we're fucking doomed. Oh, and then there was a True. TikTok video that was going around of people, this couple who loves uh, Robin Hood, and they were like, "Yeah, a lot of people are asking like how um, how it is that we fund our lifestyle where we're just constantly traveling and never working." Well, it's all Robin Hood, and they're like, "You know what I do is I just when the line goes up, I I buy it, and then when it starts to go down, I sell it." Yeah, and like <laughs> it's like is that how investments supposed to work? Uh. Yeah, Jesus Christ, and I'm you know I'm sure there are people that are are good at it. It's just that so many people who are bartenders are doing whatever else, lost that job, and are now like trying to figure it out, right. and that leads people to these like very dangerous and risky situations. Which I'm like I'm sympathetic to for sure, but and like you know, if people can make it work for themselves. Like that's awesome, and just like get in totally make their like. 20 grand or 50 grand or 100 grand or whatever and then get out like that's that seems like the ideal i so the my big takeaway from the uh ptm coin is there's a quote in this article where they say our goal is to create a place where you all can be our partners and have an interest in its success it's meaning the band i guess jesus which is such a weird way to like uh crowdfund you know i guess crowdfunding a band isn't necessarily new like crowdfunding an album i guess would be what we've been doing or or you've seen stuff like that on kickstarter and it is kind of like like that but this is like we want you to just invest in our our band like as if it's a a corporation it's like the filification of band of fandom like phil from uh the 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 psychologist that works with um metallica okay cool Cause he's like, cool. she's like trying to like write lyrics and like submit them to the band and like, like this it's, it's kind of like, you know, we're all, we're all Phil basically, except that we're not highly paid yeah. you know, psychologists and we're all like, you know, the kind of parasocial element of fandom is like, we should all <laughs> have input into like our favorite band. And if it requires buying absolutely dog shit, worthless, fake cryptocurrency that like you can yeah. only use to like, what, like, like unlock like behind the scenes content from their shows or something like that it's like that's the only use of them it's like i guess we deserve it i don't know or like when 
in that in uh some kind of monster when the record label guys uh like they're trying to name the album and james is like uh, let's call it frantic and they're like you know that, that kind of makes it sound like you're a little uh i don't know frantic or chaotic <laughs> or what about just saying anger it sounds so good and he's like <laughs> yeah i don't know man <laughs> uh, folks, if you want to catch our whole take on on some kind of monster, visit our Patreon page. Yeah, you're gonna find that and at Patreon.com/slash/HowIHearItPod. Uh, the bonus, the bonus content. The Even big we buff do movie it. buffs. Stick around for How I Hear It Coin or High High Coin. High High. High High Cash. High High Bucks. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be really cool. Well. Okay, so I don't think you've won. No, but um, in a while, you know who's really the winner in 2021 is yep. the American people. Yeah, true. So I think that's a excellent segue to our next segment. Thank you. Yeah, we'll take a little uh, little break here and then come back on the other side talking about Ariel Pink and. John Politics. Mouse talking about the inauguration and talking about cancel culture, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Welcome back. This is how I hear it. You're still Welcome. listening to the same podcast you were listening to only moments ago. Listening to ago. the sonorous tones of uh, Max and Jordan. Ooh, we're back. We're here. Sonorous. Ooh, that's ah. good. Mm. And um, uh, welcome back to democracy. <laughs> democracy is back, baby. It is. Do it's you, back. What do we want to start with? Do we want to go in like chronological order? You want to talk about uh, Ariel Pink, John Mouse. Uh, yeah, where where were you? Riot. Where were you on uh, Wednesday, January the sixth? Because I know where I was. Sure. I know where where I wasn't. That's well. in a hotel room in Washington D.C. Yeah, I, I was I was in a Holiday Inn. I was at the Arby's in Washington D.C. So I guess my big takeaway. Uh, there's a lot of takeaways here. Um, yeah. And not that I think that there's like undue criticism against both Ariel Pink who is a, a terrible awful garbage human being uh, unequivocally you know like and has okay. which has been proved time and time again by his own mm-hmm. actions sure um my big takeaway is you know what are the expectations that we had before and the expectations you have afterwards from someone like right. that who up to that point had been vocally supportive of Trump on Twitter. Right. Uh, like up to that point it said stuff, famous phrases such as, it's not illegal to be racist. <laughs> and like <laughs> all this uh, gay marriage stuff really pisses me off. Zing. You know, like, like you know, among other things, that's not going to be the end of it. He's also like uh, a, an emotionally abusive groomer who... Uh, was has a lot of allegations against him for sexual abuse and misconduct and uh, emotional abuse. It, there's like a plenty of reasons not to like that guy. 
Right. But why is it that the one, the Instagram post becomes such a, a noteworthy, I don't know. And maybe it's just because my sphere is, I'm, I'm looking at a lot of stuff that like Vice or Stereo Gum, Consequence of Sound, Pitchfork, want to post those things because it's a way for them to have a think piece that can relate to like what's going on politically. It's like a, it's a line for them to hitch on to that ship as it's sailing by for sure. Wait, so what was the Instagram post? I don't know. I don't know if I might've missed that. So that's how people found out that both Ariel Pink and John Mouse were there. Maybe okay. we should go back. So the Instagram post was also made by a filmmaker whose name I, I don't remember because uh, it doesn't matter. She made a, a a documentary about incels which was sympathetic to incel culture oh, saying that like right. they were mistreated that, that, and misunderstood and well okay i i don't know if the, i don't know if that's i mean you know she's she's look i mean yeah it's it's, it's that feel when no gf was the name of the documentary sure. yeah oh right okay i remember this now yeah yeah, yeah. so okay, she was yeah. filming with them she um so they were all there first of right, all made the, made the right, decision right, right, to right, be right. there sure they all made the decision to to go and be a part of the protest before it broke out into that violence well, I, I guess i just want to say like it's possible that for a documentary filmmaker to be witness and to document something that they oh, don't absolutely. necessarily endorse yeah so definitely i just want to say that yeah and and not that there isn't a way to depict something in a certain light and that can't be intentional but there is always i think as an artist or whatever they're they're trying to find the most uh you know what's the most cinematic way to portray this what's the most sure like enigmatic way that we can like use this footage and i don't know if that you know the weird the weird thing to me is like it's so crazy to do those do these like call out post articles and be like guess what ariel pink john mouse wrote the capital right guess what Right. Think is a Trump supporter. And it's like, well, yeah, but he's like pretty vocal about that and pretty public. Right, 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 right. And not that there isn't like, you know, everything wrong with that. I don't know. He's a fucking idiot and a garbage human being. But it's crazy to be like these like shock pieces. Like, well, this dude's like he's like an LA musician though. Like, what's what's up? Right. You know, it, it's it's bizarre to me the expectations that you have of someone after they've proved time and time again that they are terrible to continue to be terrible and as though he's gonna like issue an apology or something like that you know yeah and this guy's well, yeah well Sorry, that's kind of like well i was just gonna say like that's kind of like part of the effect that the trump presidency has had on the media is that um it's just like an outrage industry yeah where you know like the the only appropriate response to trump's presidency at any given point has been freaking out and if you're not freaking out enough or in the right way then you must love trump totally so i think that that's part of it too where it's like everything in order you know in order to get the traffic and to get the clicks and all that kind of stuff like you know we, we've heard the term clickbait for a long time and there's like you know the kind of phenomenon of just like hitting share on like something that you just read the headline on um and like or just read the first couple paragraphs and look i'm guilty of this too like i'll just like read the first couple paragraphs of an article and be like oh this is kind of crazy and then like share it with people and then be like read the rest of it and be like oh i don't know if i really 100 percent endorse their perspective on this or you know what i mean but i think people count on that um yeah. and, i mean like for my speaking for myself like i was not closely following ariel pink's like 
like uh, a career of saying dumb stuff on the internet. Like my impression of Ariel Pink was like I'd heard his cover of the song Baby, mm. like way back in the day, like in like 2011 or whatever, like when that that album had like first come out like haunted graffiti or something like that i think it's called right and i'm like cool like i heard that song before i heard the original song baby and i was like wow this song is this song rips and then i heard the original i was like oh i don't know i kind of like the original better it's like it's it's kind of just the same thing but like with like less like reverb on it it's it's kind of cool sure um so ever since then it's been kind of like a i've never really heard anything and so then i see this and i'm like Huh. Like, I, I mean, I had that similar thought process that, like, I think a lot of people who are clicking on those outrage pieces are or are having, which is like, huh, okay, I thought this, I didn't, huh, that's interesting. Uh, and espe- But especially for me, it was the John Mouse one, because I'd been exposed a little bit more to him more recently. Yeah, same. Or, or, and had, I, mean, I mean, just more exposed to him, I think, in general for me. Right, and, like, friends of mine listened to John Mouse, and I was like, oh, cool, he has a song called Cop Killer. I kind of vibe with that song, like... That one's kind of cool, you know? So yeah. for me, that one was like, oh, they're h- hanging out and they're both at the Trump rally and they were there just kind of like supporting that. For me, I was confused initially. Sure. Well, the first so the first thing I saw was a picture of, of three musicians okay. who were spotted at the, the Capitol. I can't remember what I saw. It's probably on Instagram. I don't know who posted it, but it was Ariel Pink. I said, mm-hmm. yeah fucking of course that guy's there john mouse and i was like yeah well i don't know interesting he's, he's yeah. probably around ariel pink and and so right. like guilty by association of of probably a lot of stuff you know sure uh and obviously that's an assumption to make but the third one was john schaefer of iced earth which is oh. like a metal band and i don't know that you would be familiar with them i've or, heard of them but that one i was kind of like well yeah <laughs> and i think uh-huh. the, the funny thing which it's i don't know it's funny to me because it's it just doesn't make sense to put up the picture of the guy from Iced Earth and say, like, the guitar player from Iced Earth might be a white supremacist. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> people would just be like, uh, yeah, well. Right. You know? the, the, the people who, like, would know who that band even is to, like, click on it would be like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, it would probably be <laughs> in, like full-on camo flak jackets just getting home from the riot themselves so is it kind of like a five-finger death punch kind of vibe like that kind of crowd no it's no it's more it's deeper into like the nihilism and the like okay. extremism than oh, that, interesting for sure oh, wow. like that's like broy crowd for for sure but like right i start is more like you know i it's not like i'm a nazi i just like their imagery a lot like that kind of guy right okay i'm familiar with that kind so of, it's not kind like of thing like that one's definitely not surprising right uh and you and know, i get that there's a difference between that guy and and ariel pink and john mouse but looking more into this because i was really interested in just like why we make such a distinction is that you know ariel pink does just run his mouth all the time right like is literally just that's his thing like he right and he's like a, a free speech guy he thinks that he is he thinks that because he says stuff that's terrible and that people don't like it his freedom of speech is being suppressed in some way sure when that's not really how that works like he still said the stuff it's being reposted and you know honestly he's getting more attention for it it's not like his freedom of speech is being suppressed it's that the stuff he says is terrible and he loses 
fans and loses value and loses, you know, a lot out of saying the stuff. Right. Because the stuff he says is terrible. It's not like yeah. it's it's the, this very classic, classic conservative argument that the freedom of speech is under attack again. You know, you can't right. say this. You can't make jokes about this. You can't say this anymore. And it's not that no one's stopping you from, from saying it. It's just that when you say it, the majority of people who are either in your audience or in the like larger cultural mass in uh, hearing it or receiving that information don't like it and don't agree with you. Right. And like, because you've said a terrible thing now you've lost so much cultural value that you feel hurt by it. And you feel like, well, why, why did you let me say that? Sure. Well, I, I'm just kind of tripping because my camera froze, but it's fine. I'm still here. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I think that's interesting because, I mean, yeah, like, it reminds me of in 2017 when I was going to Cal, and that was when my, Milo Yiannopoulos came to yeah. give a talk, and there was, like, um, you know, a big, like, rally uh, against it, and there was, like, some stuff thrown in, into the window, uh, like, and there was, like, a big line of cops, and and that was, like, you know there was like news articles written about that experience and, and yeah, like, you know, like is an infringement of speech a free speech for like, you know, Milo Yiannopoulos to not be able to like, whatever, say whatever weird bullshit about, you know, like, am I racist if I like have gay sex with like a Muslim guy or something like that? And it's like, what are you even talking about? You know? (laughs) Um, but, but, and yet being at Cal, I was also experiencing the kind of, that the response was if you did raise questions about that kind of stuff, you were like, huh, well, I don't know. It does seem kind of like we are stopping him from speaking or something like that, that people would be like, you better shut the hell up. And so I would say that like, there's a way that the way, you know, let's say like maybe liberal, the liberal kind of mainstream consensus about this kind of stuff feeds into the argument of people like Ariel Pink and gives them ground to stand on. Even if it, even if it's like shaky ground, like I don't care what Ariel the Ariel Pink is able to say what he ha- wants to say necessarily. Like I don't give a fuck about like what, right? You know, is in his mind and that he he gets to share it or what. Like he has he obviously has a platform. There's plenty of people who want to hear what he has to say anyway. So it's not like again, it's not like that's really under really deep threat. But mm-hmm. then you know the response to the to the riot or whatever was to pull off pull Trump off of all social media including stuff that he's like obviously not even using like snapchat and like and like whatever like there was like a blanket like you've been deplatformed and then also to pull off a bunch of these like right-wing groups and stuff into like like you know amazon and and google or whatever that was like hosting parlor this other like you know um like platform that popped up they just like pulled pulled it out and and so like whether or not you agree with that choice i think there is an argument to be made that like it's definitely it's feeding into the maybe delusional perspective that these people have that like there is a li- liberal media consensus that's set up against you Do you True. know what i mean so yep. it just seems to me like like there is a way of responding to that kind of stuff and that kind of like arguing about free speech and whatever that is to say and it doesn't, it doesn't mean like you have to like debate every single person who like wants to debate you or whatever you know like but i think there is a way to say like okay well whatever we'll just like ignore you yeah well i'm and realistically 
I don't really care what Ariel Pink's views on anything are. You know, yeah, he's no. not politically. Uh, he's not really a force of anything. You know, he's like yeah. a non-operative. He's just uh, all he's really done is just like relay Trump messaging and like like weird uh, proud boy messaging and, and and like stuff like that. Right. I guess I, it bugs me that we're so there's such like a weird and visceral reaction from liberals and the media in general to guys like that right. because they're like on your Spotify daily mix or, you know, or something like that. Right. Because it's a name that's familiar. You're like, well, why would he be there? God damn it. Like, right. You know, I get why the guy from Ice Earth would be there. He seems like the kind of guy that would be there for right. sure. You know, but well, like totally. Yeah. You just, you want, it's like this weird, like, shepherding or like culling type tactic that you yeah. that you want like them to just join the flock and, and it's realistically it doesn't you know it doesn't improve your argument or your side anymore to have like like a shithead on your side like if he right. came back and was like you know i'm really sorry for my behavior i shouldn't have been there uh obviously i disagree with all this stuff you know uh which brings me to john mouse who he right has a phd in political philosophy right right and claims Which, look, I mean, to plenty of people get a phd and they're still a dumbass so sure yeah i'm not yeah. saying i'm <laughs> yeah. just saying he's clearly spent a lot of time thinking about these kinds of things about politics yeah but in different interviews he's talked about like you know he was on a tv show about uh called million dollar something i don't really care million dollar baby because it was like a terrible no. tv show okay. that was like hosted by white supremacist guys who were terrible so you want to be a millionaire white supremacist yeah uh and he in talking about a sketch in which a woman gets pushed into a glass table uh, and again i haven't seen the show i'm not going to i just don't care uh people came out and said this is a a misogynist type uh sketch like this portrayal is uh misogynistic and he said well maybe i'm just an idiot but you know, me over here with my PhD in philosophy, I, I don't see how that could be bad. Uh-huh. Or, or like, right. And like every argument, and again, there's probably a sketch with a lot more layers and context than that, that he's talking about. Uh, every argument, he, he kind of takes this weird, both intellectual high ground and like right. moral low ground of being like, well, I'm just an idiot who has a PhD in political philosophy, but you know, <laughs> I, don't, I just don't really understand how you could call a, a proud boy uh, a racist I, I just don't understand how that is and this is like right. years ago right like right and maybe he's he's quieter about it uh than ariel pink because he probably just doesn't get off on the same weird uh violent amount of attention that ariel pink needs to survive mm-hmm. but you know there is something more sadistic in that manner of behavior where like you get called out for for being at a riot in which there are nothing but like white supremacists and and conspiracy theorists and stuff like that and his response is to quote uh one of the popes who's talking about how nazism is bad and it's like right dang you really had to know which pope you were going to quote there though too because like i mean yeah yeah i mean like it's like this weird like i don't really understand what's going on you know i just don't I look around, I see good guys everywhere, just nice, nice guys, but like, well, and, but here's the thing is like, it's like, again, like I, I think that there were well-intentioned people at that rally who were like misled and misguided. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, sure. So, so that's the thing is like, like, like the kind of res- we can have a response to that kind of stuff that gives someone like John Mouse, who's like obviously, you know, says a lot and says nothing. You know what I mean? And like, and like that's yeah. what you that's what you learn when you get a PhD, right? Uh, among other things, is like you learn how to like bullshit effectively and to like sound like you i mean there's plenty of smart people with phds too but what you have to learn how to do is to talk and write and think a certain kind of way to get that piece of paper or like and that certificate and whatever and like obviously he successfully did that and so he's gonna have like you know a a better way of justifying anything that he does to a certain crowd you know what i mean yeah and so he can like yeah like record a song like cop killer and then when they ask him about it he's like i mean like what he really even is a cop like anything's a cop, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's like, it's like yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> like, like do you do your songs not mean anything then? You know, um, but but that's the thing is like like when like Anderson Cooper's response on TV to to the like what he said about the um about the people who, the rioters or whatever was like like oh these fucking stupid philistine like just go oh, just go back to your Holiday Inn and go eat at Olive Garden or yeah, whatever go back you know to Walmart go back to walmart yeah and it's like dude and it's so tone deaf you know like uh right that's the crazy part is that for all the the pompous like image of intellectuality that that cnn wants to portray in anderson cooper as like an anchor as a reporter because he has white hair as soon as he starts like condescending to people you know yeah and there was there was also an atlantic article where the author said like basically called like the people everyone who was at the the riot like slow learners mma fans Whoa. like yeah just like just yeah, shitting on them just shitting <laughs> on them i know and like you know i'm reading other stuff like there was an article that was in jacobin recently about um about the riot and like they were talking to a journalist who interviewed several people who were at that rally who were like like one of them was like hey like i'm i got cancer and uh you know I, I'm just really counting on being able to like storm the Capitol and like steal the cure to cancer, which the deep state is hiding from us. Yeah. You know, so it's like in some ways, like they are so close to like understanding how fucked up the system is. Some of them, you know what I mean? Like sure. we're not, we're not just there. I mean like, but then when, when the people who like are leading the, that those charges or whatever, like get into the room, what do they do? They like start like selling their t-shirts and like, their merch and like live streaming themselves. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, like obviously there was no hope of like, even if there was the cure to cancer, like hidden in the oval office for some reason, like, you know, like, like the uh, national treasure, like if you could like national treasure style like like break the glass and then like steal the like the green juice vial that like has like the cure to cancer in it and like reproduce it and do whatever like even if that was there to be stolen like that group could never have done it yeah you know what i mean but, but like there are people there who like have have been like are looking for an answer to like why their lives suck so bad and for a variety of reasons, the version of events that's being told to them by the liberal media that does exist, you know what I mean? Like that, that they are being shit on by those people. Then it's like, okay, well, what do you think they're going to do? Like, what do you think they're going to like be like, oh God, I guess I am a fucking dumbass. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. So, and, so that, that gives the ground for people like John Mouse to say what he says. And it's like, well, I mean, there are some good people and you know, like, because all of a sudden there is like there's no firm ground to stand on to be able to say like well all these people are you know garbage or whatever yeah and i think that's totally true but there is still like uh at the core of the beliefs of saying like of of thinking 
I'm here to support the president. And it's a guy who's right. like, no, done yeah, that's nothing but totally fuck yeah. everything up. And, and <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and has done nothing but like, he, I wouldn't give a shit about any single one of those people. He doesn't even like he his would children. Gladly kill each of them. He only likes his daughter because he has a creepy attachment to her. He would kill all of those people for a Diet Coke. Absolutely. But, and not that, you know, not that Biden's any better or anything like that, but that there's this like weird, you know, it, buying into that concept while it might be a, like brainwashed into you and you might have been like, clearly you've been misled in some way. For sure. It, it still does discount a lot of like your decision making at this point, you know? But at the end of the day, it's like, this is the end times, buddy. Like, yeah, everything's right. gone to shit. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, and like, to be what a guy with a PhD. To believe in? For sure. And to be a guy with a PhD who's down there, like, just kind of having, like, a weird yeah. hairdo and just, like, hanging He's, out. He probably had <laughs> like, some really great conversations. Yeah, exactly. Really, like, yeah. talked about, like, the Romans or something. And, and for, like, you know, forever to someone. And, and they just really got along it's kind of like the q shaman guy who's like a failed actor and who was like like i saw yeah. someone say that like he's just hanging out with these q people he's from arizona he's like a part of like the, the q scene in arizona apparently but now he's like a world like a world famous fixture and he's like a, a failed actor who's just like kind of a conventionally attractive dude who like has like pecs or whatever and so like he gets to be the hottest guy at any yeah. Q rally. And so like John Mouse in some ways maybe like what he's like getting out of that is just like being the guy with the PhD at the Q rally. Yeah, or like <laughs> I mean, a cooler like, looking guy. I don't know. Yeah, he's like I'm an I'm I'm so indie, I'm so alternative that I'm just I'm just hanging out with at the Q rally. Like what are you going to do about it? Yeah. I, I mean, uh look, there he yeah. is. Does that does that cover everything you want to talk about with uh with those guys or yeah, I mean, there's one other thing, which is that I heard that John Mouse, uh, on, I was listening to the Fortune Kit podcast, and they were talking about how mm -hmm. John Mouse um, uh, legendarily has been pestering uh, a former girlfriend, I think it was, and like, or, or someone that he wanted to date or something like that, with like extremely long, like tens of thousands of words long emails that are basically like him like writing about like like what you were saying like writing about the romans and the mongols and like <laughs> just like yeah like these crazy screeds that he's been sending to the same right. person who does not reciprocate this attention or want it at all well those are like and i'm, I'm kind of glad we're not even talking that much about ariel pink because it's just he's decidedly terrible it's not really even worth talking about that much you know it was funny to see the all gas no breaks interview with him that was oh that was pretty absolutely great. Yeah, it was so good. He's like looking like so sweaty already. and like not good. <laughs> Lots of like uh, really, really powerful eyebrow action. Good He's edits. Like, you want me to, to believe that <laughs> people voted against <laughs> Trump yeah, just because yeah. they hate Trump? Yeah, and then the, the I forget the name of the guy who does all gas no breaks, but he's like, so you think that every single state would have gone red? And he's like. I mean, yeah. It's like all 50 states. <laughs> all most 50 of the states. counties. Some of the cities. Not all. Some of the cities. <laughs> so delusional. Like, it's just a, it's a lack of understanding of how any of that even works. But Well, it, but it also speaks to that to the break, consensus breakdown yeah. that we're experiencing in this country. It's like it depends on what you're paying attention to. Like, and it's funny. It, it, the weird thing, I guess, to us or, like, to many of us is like, okay, well, Ariel Pink sounds like, you know, many of maybe our relatives who are middle-aged and who watch just whatever the wrong 
news channel or whatever, like listen mm-hmm. to like the the wrong talk radio. And like most people will just repeat what they hear, not because they're like inherently stupid people, but because, you know, we were looking for some kind of authority that we could trust. I mean, but then like we're getting like we're like looking at Ariel Pink, who's like supposedly like, you know, a, like a cool, like alternative intellectual kind of musician guy and an artist like who is like a free thinker and then he's like it's just such a weird clash where you see him just like hear him like parroting just like the stupidest like stop the steal lines yeah but yeah so, but sorry we were, we were <laughs> well, gonna talk that, about the emails but well, yeah, well you brought up consensus and right. that makes me uh i want to talk about the day of unity we just experienced as a country inauguration day Right, because the consensus is, and I agree with this, um, problems are over. Everything's good, folks. Uh, 2021, no more yep. problems. We had a blast. We're having a ball. Hell yeah. There's nothing else but good times up ahead. Did you see Michelle Obama's outfit? Because that was looking good. That was looking right to me, and that's, that's our country's good now. Hey, I'm just glad everybody wore a mask. Am I right? I'm just, gl- I'm just glad everybody had fun. We're all winners. Yeah, I mean, so there's tons of stuff to talk about with uh, the inauguration. But I think the bigger one is just that to, to tie these both together, you know, we've had four years of uh, this both liberal and leftist quorum on one thing. And it's just been that Trump's an idiot. And there's a Maga- Cheeto in Maga- the White Maga- House, assholes, right? There's a Cheeto in the White House, and it's really urgent. And I think that started to fray at the edges towards the end where it's like, well, this is not the only thing that's happening. And and this is not, you know, especially where you get coming into the picture, like an extremely conservative, you know, named Democrat president who's who's coming in, who is now in office. uh, And you start to see like people from the further left start to dissent a little bit and start to say like, well, this guy is really not great you know this is our expectations were much higher and will continue to be high and other people will continue to to yell why would you be like that you know we need consensus we need unity right. let's have a unity concert and that's where you get j-lo hell yeah uh the new radicals yes you get uh uh tim mcgraw okay yes tyler something he's another country person you love it yep Yep. I love it. Foo Fighters. Yes. The Foo Fighters, folks. Bruce. The man. The boss. I will not hear anything bad about Bruce. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I can't help but think, watching the small amount of footage that I did watch, which is probably maybe less than two minutes altogether, it was mostly just me scrolling through stuff. Um which is good because if you watch too much, you'll catch the mind virus and uh, you'll, you'll start to be be excited. Wow! Yeah, and it's it's crazy to watch the the meme cultural phenomenon of Bernie sitting in a chair, right? Without the contextual understanding of all of the other people are just on a stage, right? And there's no one in the audience. There's no audience at all. It is it's pure empty pageantry, right? It's not even like a dress rehearsal for a play or a production. This is the this is the thing. This is the imperial machine moving forward. This is the emperor getting off of his t- 
tie. No, it's not a tie fighter that he gets off of. A tie fighter. It's a different. <laughs> we'll look up the actual Star, the Star Wars Destroyer later. Star Destroyer. This is the Emperor getting off. Well, he lands in a Star Destroyer. It doesn't make sense. He wouldn't land. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The one that yeah, has the wings the, that with fold the wings up. That fold up. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll yeah it, it has out. like the suicide wings. Like it probably doesn't doors. have a name. So let's just call it. Oh, it definitely has a let's name. Call Are it you kidding P- me? I don't think it has a name. So we'll, we'll name it now, folks. Okay. It's, oh, I see. We'll call it the PTM coin. And <laughs> yeah. he lands PTM that fighter. thing in, and he walks in with all these badass dudes who are in like all red garb, with right. weird spear things. Yeah, there are laser guns and lightsaber swords in this in this universe, but they have just that's spears. True. It's all ornamental, and their that's masks what, are sick. That's what we saw on inauguration day. Is just well, that, that that's that's who was in the audience. It was twenty thousand guards. <laughs> <laughs> exactly it was just an armed audience yep. they were captivated yeah they, you could tell they were like captivated. their backs were completely straight yeah and we had all of the cultural signifiers of the last you know four years in in play everything who except would those that, be who oh, are yeah, the big ahead. who are the big people that are talking about What's important in music right now? Who comes to your mind first? Um, Wrong. Obama. It's Dave Grohl. Obama. Okay. Obama, for sure. He's there. Um, yeah, I mean, Dave Grohl, for sure. Uh, all the members of the New Radicals, a band that I've definitely thought a lot about in my life. Not at all. For yeah. real. Well, let's talk about this past summer, you know, like BLM movement. Who was okay. at the forefront of that? Lady Gaga? I mean, yes, along with Iggy Azalea. Uh, wait, is this like a real question? Like, I don't know. I guess I'm just asking where these people fit into the the broader agenda going forward. I mean, it's people who like, I guess, like are in the middle of the Venn diagram of people who like who agreed to be there and also like have enough of a draw from their name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but like, like I mean, like I think I don't know if you were pointing this, this out or someone out else. The new radicals, though, like, <laughs> there's no way, no one knew that. I mean, they had that uh, one song from the '90s. Yeah, but I wish I could see any of the younger voters who were like prompted to get involved with the the most recent Georgia primary try to name the new radicals song. I mean, I guess that's the thing, though, right? Is like it could have been anyone up there. Like, it really doesn't matter. It just has to be someone who, like, you're like, oh, you, like, Google them, and you're like, okay, yeah, I guess they're a band. True. You know, I mean, like, yeah, like, like uh, on the other hand, like, the Tim McGraw, that kind of makes sense. Like, didn't he do, yeah. like, a song that was, like, with, like, a rapper at one point that was, like, you know what, racism, we got to put that shit behind us, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> the song that they played, that's, that's one of the things I did watch. It's called Undivided. It's about... Oh yeah, they wrote a new song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bullied in the seventh grade. You know That's why do things awesome. always have to be so black or so white? That's awesome. I'm not looking left or right. I'm just looking up above. I mean, that's what I do. I'm looking up at the ruling class. Yeah. And being like, hey, what the fuck? You know, it, it is a. It's just it is what it is. It's a it's a huge celebration of what we can now consider unity, which is a democratically elected president being sworn in under uh an armed occupation of the capital of the country right 
which wow. which had which had to happen because the cops let the rioters in on on the sixth. <laughs> yeah, because the cops and the rioters were on the same page in a lot of I mean, ways. Or, or for whatever reason, like their strategy was like extreme de-escalation. Mm-hmm. You know, like like yeah. I mean, and, and also they they were carefully vetting the guards that were going to be there on the inauguration because a number of them like were stopped the stealers. Yeah. Like they had to like make sure they weeded out like people who were in the National Guard. The woman who was shot and killed on the 6th, she was a member of the National Guard, I'm pretty sure. Or like she was like part. I thought she was Air Force. Okay. Well, she was part of the Air Force that was specifically tasked with protecting the Capitol. I shit you huh. not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, things aren't going well. <laughs> it's not. It's not good. Is which is what you're trying to say, right? And yeah. There were there was twelve foot tall steel barriers, uh, twenty thousand National Guards people who I don't think had live ammunition, but like there was an. It looked like they might get live ammunition at one point. Yeah. Um, and everyone was wearing masks, and there was no audience because coronavirus is rampant, out of control. <laughs> yeah there's there's just a virus everywhere that people should be afraid of and maybe are coming now to grips with that they have made a mistake by not being afraid of it this entire time I, you Although, would hope uh, yeah you know, maybe that's not true but one can hope yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just so bizarre to think of all of those the players in the world the, the cogs of the world and and, and who have you know, destroyed so many lives. Yeah. Or countries, uh, or communities or ways of life in their time gathered together on a stage with, uh, the Foo Fighters and there's no audience cause they're never needed to be an audience. Right. The whole fucking world is the audience. Right. But it was something that Trump was always obsessed with, right? It was like how many people he could get yeah. to show up to, to his like, addresses or whatever and all that kind of stuff and i i think i forget where this was pointed out i think it might have been on chapo trap house or, some, or a, a podcast like that where they were saying like you know this is something that trump has wanted so bad and like it's always been kind of a weird hodgepodge because like the political establishment like you, most of them like rejected him for the majority of his presidency and so he could never he'd always like it was always like kind of like jerry rigged with like you know like tape and like chewing gum and stuff like that like we're like just like it'll be like just be his buddies like kind of like running the show like like doing the lights and all that kind of stuff so it's always like been slightly janky and then like even under these conditions where like there cannot be an audience like the whole system just kind of kicks into high gear and like they're having they all have the best outfits there's all the guards out there looking good i guess you know what i mean like like it just everything just kicks right into gear to say like okay finally we have someone in here who can like at least whose behavior we can like predict you know what i mean yeah, American uh, executive behavior has now become predictable once again. We're back on track. You know, let's get so, that stock exchange running again. Let's well, I mean, get, on, you know, the, the numbers were looking good. This is the thing that Trump was saying like in his last speech. is like, the numbers, better than they've ever been. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, but But, yeah, I mean, on the other hand... What you can predict from Biden, turns out, is that he will just kind of mumble his way through, like, any of his speeches and just just be like, yeah, I mean, uh, come on, man, you know? Yeah, come on. 
Come on, man. Give me a break. God, give me a break, man. Come on. I think there's, you know, a lot has been said about this already, maybe, but just in the choices for what a celebration of, of America today looks like, mm-hmm. it's all choices of, you know, the stars of uh, the realms of, of different genres of music from years and years ago, like from so right. long ago, you know? And people have joked about that a lot, and it's uh, the implications, I think, while they aren't maybe as severe as as other choices this administration could make, clearly, <laughs> there are, like, impl- implications of of thinking that culture is that far behind, that there's, like, a lag of, like, 10 to 15 years or something. Right, like, at least, yeah. That's Because that's crazy to think that things are like that. You know, like, Obama is more on top of this stuff. He is, like... 15 years younger than Biden but yeah. he's more on top of like what is actually culturally relevant you know this is why Biden almost lost an election to like one of the, the most hated people one of the most hated persons in the world right because he doesn't listen to Kendrick Lamar that's why he almost lost this election <laughs> but you know it's like a failure to even try to reach out to younger people or, or to, to even like try to play the fucking game you know, every time that he had an opportunity to say something about like, well, you know, there's this new thing going around and, and uh, uh, well, I don't support defund the police. I I do think that's an interesting idea. Or like he, well, but he but do you think just said that and not have meant it? But do you think that Obama so would have said that? Him. I don't think so. Uh, I think he would have said it under the right circumstances. Like now I he doesn't have to know. say anything. He could say I don't whatever think he, he would have. He sets the narrative now, so he doesn't have to like respond to it in the same way you know right but i'm saying like if during like if that had come up and like had the 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 swell of support that it did have over the summer while obama's in office i don't think i think he would have done what he did during throughout his presidency when black lives matter emerged as a movement and said hey calm the fuck down just go back to your homes chill out and everyone would be like wow he's so charismatic with like Ferguson and stuff, but right. That's what I'm saying. I think, yeah, but he was also not trying to court, uh, in such a way, like, uh, this demographic, like, or the new demographic, the voting mass that has emerged that voted like solely to spite Donald Trump. Like that's a lot of younger people and a lot of people of color. And there's nothing that Joe Biden is doing or has promised to do really that right. falls in line with the issues raised over the past year. But I mean, the crazy thing about the 46% of Americans who voted for Donald Trump was how many was the fact that white, the, the white people who voted for him, the number actually went down a little bit yeah. and the number of everybody else went up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like it's actually true. It's even like worse than that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, right. like this is, that's the, there is a block of people that you should be trying to reach out to or, or to actually get like, if not even like their vote, just their attention at some level. Right. And like, I and like there's, it's a fundamental failure to like on this, like uh, the, the team that Biden has trying to reach totally. out across cultural methods, trying to reach out throughout, like planning an event like this, like this is going to be one of the most visible, one of the most tangible uh, experiences that, you know, the most heady content of this administration for a while. Right. And I think 
having like the new radicals as a thing even though i, <laughs> I, I appreciate that there is like some sort of a uh sentimental value that you know it was like bo biden's fight song for battling right. cancer it, it's just like so it's disconnected. so weird yeah it's and it's like, like let, let's pretend that we're like in the 90s again or something it's really and to really just be wild. not new or radical yeah you know like <laughs> uh yeah i don't know i mean but that's that's why you need lady gaga to sing our favorite song uh on on a a golden microphone a golden microphone with a golden eagle pin and like golden um like ear monitors or what like like earbuds in um it just seemed like like those like that equipment was like left over from like the trump presidency to me like he just like yeah like yeah I was laying around yeah definitely i mean i mean she she you know she did it she sang the song she didn't fuck it up as far as i can tell it's also just it the whole experience is on such deaf ears during like a time when there's almost four hundred thousand. there's more than four hundred four hundred thousand covid deaths right oh yeah there are like the eviction moratorium has been extended but you know so many people are not able to make rent not able to pay their bills not able to eat not able to keep their home democrats un- overwhelmingly voted to nix the bernie's proposal for a two thousand dollar stimulus check and then when they finally agreed to a check they said okay fine we'll do fourteen hundred dollars because we already gave you six hundred that equals two thousand dumbasses yeah you know like yeah. at every at every step that they could have said you know like something like medicare for all is broadly popular even among republicans and like you know who likes getting stimulus checks everybody you know like everybody and so yeah, that's the thing is like person every opportunity like you're saying that they could have to make a word like unity or whatever mean anything um at every step they're like i'm you know like you don't deserve it you know <laughs> like sure you know how much unity do the the kids feel in the cages and the ice internment camps like how much unity are we going to feel come next summer when when cops are just killing killing people in the street again yeah the immigration thing is wild because that was like one of the promises that biden made on the campaign trail was that he was going to first thing first day basically like like overturn the trump immigration policies and then like you know like as soon as he's like the president-elect he's like Nah, I was just kidding. Nah, come on, man. What are you telling serious? Come on. Yeah. He had uh, all these reporters asking him questions as he left the, the Oval Office right. to have his dinner at, at 4.30 p.m. Yeah, and to take his, his, his happy was, pills. Give, and... give me a break, man. Come on, man. Just give me come a break. On. Well, because the question was like, hey, it looks like your policy for day. putting out vaccines is exactly the same as what the Trump <laughs> policy was. And he's like, give me a break, man. Did you see the uh, the clip? I think I've, I've shared it on Instagram of him talking to those, those NAACP leaders, like all those. Yeah. And then, you know, he was like asked like, like, a, you know, moderate, like not even a challenging question. Like they were just like, like, oh, man, I don't know, like things are kind of bad or something like that. And he was like, fuck you. You know, <laughs> like, he's like just flipped yeah. out. Like all it's, they asked it's, was for him to say like that he would be interested in putting together a commission on. Right. Like police violence it was right. like a very like uh, i don't know and he's like, like I've, I've done the most of yeah. anyone 
He said, I'm the only white boy in this room. That's I'm the only white boy you ever saw do it. I'm the out only there. white boy you saw. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, like that, I mean, that, that, and we've seen that all through his campaign was that anyone would ask him a question that he, that like suggested that maybe he's not doing the best job he could possibly be doing. And he'd be like, he would just like get in their face and like start flipping out like the Tasmanian devil. Yeah. It's just like he's, he's like never expected to be challenged ever in his life. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's, yeah. It's going to be an interesting. I don't know. I want to say four years, but honestly, it's going to be an interesting week. I started out feeling excited a little <laughs> bit because I was like, wow, you know, like this is kind of fun. You know, we're sharing the fun Bernie meme. Um, you know, he's wearing his cute mittens that were made out of like recycled materials by the lady yeah. in Vermont. It's all very um, wholesome. Yeah. And then right away there, people start tweeting, you know, uh, the fact that Bernie's grumpy means that he hates women of color. And just like, oh, I I forgot that this, there's no way this could be fun. There's like I that was a huge mistake. And then and then yeah. did you see that the Amazon pays, like, Twitter Twitter page or whatever, like used the Bernie meme in one of their ads. And it's just I like not. yeah. And I was like, oh, I forgot that. I you know we can't have anything for like yeah. more than a day. You know what I mean? <laughs> everything has to be everything. It has to be everywhere. It has to be yeah commodified and yeah but it's, um it's crazy because yeah. I, I wish there was like a pov of from bernie's perspective in that chair watching like the food fighters play <laughs> yeah totally. or watching any of that and just having this like completely empty audience of just like flags like symbolic an audience that is purely symbolic which is soon to be true because most of americans will have either died or lost someone due to the plague that is COVID-19. I mean, but they'll probably be thanking the Democrats anyway. That's what I'm fucking bummed out about is like, yeah, like it's already happened. Like, you know, so many have, people have already lost their freaking grandparents or whatever. Cause they're all like trapped in nursing homes and like, didn't get any help, you know, like, uh, like in States run by Democrats. And they're like, yeah, finally we got a Democrat back. You know, it's just like, golly, um, yeah. you know, yeah, I don't know, I, but it, you know, what this sug- should suggest to us is we don't, you know, and I've, I've been posting a lot over the past week, but there's a lot, you know, you don't have to post. You don't have to, you don't have to post. Yeah, that's that's you know, why I don't, you, you I, live this lifestyle where I ask you to do it for me. That's correct. Yeah. You send me the things that I, all the things that I post and I, I do it dutifully like a, like a, like a good friend, but, um, but that's you know if there's any takeaway dear listener that you should you should take from this like i've been following the azalea banks and uh feud with uh lana del rey Ooh. and and i started just like, you know we, need, we don't need to get into it it's not worth talking about really but um i started following azalea banks on instagram and her stories have been pretty funny at times other times she's just shit fat shaming people <laughs> uh uh, but all the time, it seems like, wow, like maybe I shouldn't be seeing this. Maybe I shouldn't be able to know these things about you. You know what I mean? Like maybe you would be better off and we all would be. I mean, again, but like she's not doing anything that like most people don't do, I guess, except for like, you know, digging up the corpse of her cat and like boiling it in a pot to like preserve the bones right. or yeah, whatever, you know, which is like her prerogative. Like if she wants to do like Santeria 
in the closet. I feel like there's more stuff than that, but you know, I'm well, not there's really plenty of stuff up on out of it. Yeah. Anyway, but but if you want to do that, like, there's lots of different ways to celebrate to like be religious or to like be spiritual and to you know if you want if you need to sacrifice chickens in your closet, then by all means, but you don't need to post about it. Is my point. One day ago, Azalea Banks admits to owning the skull of I a know. six-year-old girl. I know. She apparently ordered <laughs> it online. What the fuck? And it's like, oh I, man, wow, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Okay, you know, well, and like, fine, just that's fine, I guess. Well, yeah, and there's also like transphobia. There's, I don't know. Oh, for sure. We, this is a whole other episode that we're getting into. I mean, yes, but it is related, um, and. Maybe someday we will uh, force our listeners to listen to a conversation about that that. because there was plenty of funny stuff uh, that that Lana Del Rey was saying recently, too. Well, and I'd like to to wrap it up. I'd just like to take us through a little bit of a little timeline. If that's okay with you, Max. Please. We had uh, when John F. Kennedy was inaugurated. Yeah. We had Frank Sinatra play. Okay, my okay. way. When Richard Nixon was inaugurated, the crowd was treated to This Is My Country, performed by the Mormon Tabernacle Choir of Salt Lake wow. City. Wow. That's some, that's some fucking yeah. silent majority type shit. George W. Bush uh, had Brooks George and Dunn. George H.W. Brooks and Dunn and Clint Black. This Wait, is George W. George W. And then what, what were the artists? Sorry, I'm not going in order or anything. It's Brooks, okay. Brooks and Dunn and Clint Black. No idea. Yeah, I don't know. It's the country guys. Contemporary okay. country guys of the early 2000s, which is just a blank sphere in my right. mind. The, they're the musical equivalent of a ranch that you just bought because Carl Rove told you yeah. to, like right before you were <laughs> a president. Jimmy Carter had uh, the Almond Brothers. Perfect. That's good. I like that. Now, now here's George H.W. Okay. Had... B.B. King at Ooh. one of the galas. Wow, good good pull. Clinton had grabbed a saxophone to do a duet with no. Clarence Clemens, the big man from E Street Band. Ooh, okay. And they also had Fleetwood Mac. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. And let's just think about Obama's. Oh, uh, yeah. Ooh, we had please. Aretha Franklin. Okay. At his first, uh, we also had Beyonce. Fair enough. There then was a kids inaugural concert. I think this is the second inauguration. Okay. Uh, and the kids one, it, it. I don't know if it really matters. It's not necessarily a kids one. Wait, so it's listen, like a band listen of to kids. These names and tell me if this is like just for kids. It was Raffi with two Fs. Katy Perry. Okay. Brad Paisley. Okay. Alicia Keys. All right. Stevie Wonder. Okay, nice. Smokey Robinson. Very good. Wow. Yeah. I mean... And then today... Yeah. Not today, but... The other day. The Biden inauguration, we had uh, Lady Gaga, Foo Fighters, John Legend. Yep. Oh, yeah. John Lennon, he had to be there. Yeah. Uh, We had Jennifer Lopez. Yep. Uh, What else did we have? Tim McGraw and What's-His-Face. Tim McGraw and what's his face, and we have the new radicals, right? I mean, Justin Timberlake, right? And he did a new song. That that was the other thing, right? Is that everyone was doing like new material, and it was like, just why? 
Well, it's a new America, Max. That's correct. You're right. I this forgot. It's a completely different America then. It's a new day in America. We had only days, only moments ago. That's right. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what the, everyone says is that culture is only getting better. And that what we've seen is evidence of that, of just that. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Actually, you know what? I forgot Trump's inauguration. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, three doors down. Hell yes. There was Toby Keith. Perfect. Uh, Tony Orlando. No idea. Don't know who that is. Uh, a woman who came second on America's Got Talent. <laughs> they tried to get Elton John. He didn't. He declined. Never, he never responded. It oh, wow. Like, right uh, Bruce Springsteen declined. They got a tribute act called the B Street Band. <laughs> Which the B Street Band withdrew on the eve of the inauguration gig. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, anyway. That, that's what they took. This is what they took from us, folks. We could, you know, we could have had another four years of that. We could have. And just imagine what who would have played at Trump's second inauguration. Oh, my God. Would have been incredible. Yeah. It would have been. The same people. Yeah, you know, you know who was slated was Ariel Pink, John Mouse. And the incel singers just go full on into the metatextual performative indie rock conservative dickheads. Ariel Pink and the Proud Boys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we'll never hear that um, because Ariel Pink has been unfairly silenced and canceled um, by the fake liberal news media. Um, But just. You know, just remember that they stole that from us and they stole the election. Yeah. So. Very true. Now we have to just, you know, put that in your bubbly pipe and smoke it. (laughs) Well, this has been an episode of How I Hear It. Thank you so much for checking it out. The first of 2021. Um, Uh, Do you want to give a shout out to our our Patreon followers? Yes. Uh, Let me pull up the list here. Um, It seems to have... I was going to say grown, but that would be a lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still includes Jeffy D, it says right here. Thank you, Jeffy um, D. Jeffy D, he just got back from his uh, one-way ticket uh, on our uh, How I Hear It COVID cruise. Um, How he I had Hear to, It he had Monsters to catch, of Rock Cruise <laughs> World Tour. He had to catch a, a flight back on his own dime because it was a one-way ticket. Um, but he's back now, folks, and recovering from covid so thank you to jeffy d yeah godspeed godspeed sir all right i did a salute yeah.